Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. Yesterday I talked about Ruth, and I talked about Naomi, and I talked about uh, Boaz and and how you have to step out of your comfort zone, how Ruth uh, didn't leave her mother-in-law when she lost her son, uh, her two sons and her husband, and her daughter-in-law wanted to stick by her side because she cared so deeply for her. And I want to continue that conversation today. Our Heavenly Father, open our minds, open our hearts to you. May we see you clearly. May we respond to you. May we just not live in a passive existence. But Lord, help us to live valiantly for you every day to step out of our comfort zone. As I said yesterday, Lord, to blast through our comfort zone. Lord, help us, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, like I closed with yesterday, we have a responsibility to make a difference in the world, even at times when it's not comfortable. You know, I've been in the House of Representatives. This will be the 14th year as a chaplain, and God has uh, certainly given me great opportunity just to love on people and share some good news and some prayers and some quotes and some Bible verses. It's been awesome. But in the, in the, in the uh, House of Representatives, for years and years, there was a man named Dick Harwood, and he's from St. Mary's in northern Idaho. Dick, over the years, has stepped out of the box. Most every day, he wrote a scripture verse on a sticky pad and gave it to every other representative and pages and staff. Some would say that's a bold move because people now are so cautious about stepping on toes. But his love for God goes well beyond the walls. God wants to use all of us in similar manners to listen to God and make a difference in our society. I was blessed to have Dick and Carol stop into our service several times a year when he was in town. But his influence continues to go on. He hasn't been at the House of Representatives for a long time, but yet he continues to send notes uh, to people and sharing the love of Jesus with people through the Word of God. You know, it was so good seeing such a positive thing. He was, you know, I. there's been times when, you know, there's some people that have some tough weeks, and I would overhear Dick talking to them and encourage them. You know, when we listen to the still voice of God, we are, and we're obedient to Him, He will use us. Ruth was there for Naomi and helped her cope with the tough situation of losing her husband and two sons. A great preacher who was very instrumental in the 1800s named Charles G. Finney was used by God because he went beyond his comfort zone. Finney was a lawyer when he found Christ and suddenly he lost all interest in law. His whole desire was then to win people to Christ. That's what he wanted. Though he left his comfort zone for a prestigious job and followed God, he went on to preach the word of God to thousands of people. For decades, leading people to Christ, he left a comfortable job being a lawyer with a lot of money he made. But no, that wasn't a, he wasn't about money. He was about following the will of God. God led him to the lost. Says, "I've got to, you've got to help change the world, people of God. We've got to have that mentality. He can use you in whatever job you're at, whether you're a school teacher, you're a businessman, or whether you work in a barista like my daughter has for six years. Wherever it's at, God can use you if you let Him." But sometimes it takes boldness. Listen to Finney's words on his coming to Christ when he came to Christ. He said this, The Holy Ghost descended on me in a manner that seemed to go through me, through my body and soul. I could feel the impression like a wave of electricity going through me. Indeed, it seemed to come in waves and waves of liquid love, for I could not express it in any other way. It seemed like the very breath of God. 
Folks, we all need the breath of God in our lives. And in the Holy Spirit's fire would be so in us that we live a life that is filled with God's glory and we love like Ruth loved. We must learn to be people of encouragement. Just like I said of Dick and Carol Harwood, people of encouragement, always wanting to encourage someone. We need to be the same way. Proverbs 25, 11 says this, and the Solomon says, the right word at the right time is like a custom-made piece of jewelry, and a wise friend's timely reprimand is like a gold ring slipped on your finger. Oh, yeah, there's times we have to be reprimanded. There's times we've got to be straightened out. Oh, man, I remember my father. He certainly straight, <laughs> straightened me out a few times growing up, and even people in the church, if I said something wrong or if I had an attitude and they noticed it, I've certainly, uh, I've certainly heard that. Not often. But you know, you hear those things, and they're good things because we need to be—we uh, need to improve on who we are. Ruth was encouraging to Naomi, and I'm sure it made Naomi's life so full to know that someone loved her so dearly. Both the daughter-in-laws loved her dearly, but she told them to go back to their families. But you know what? Naomi said. Uh, I mean, Ruth said, "No, I am going to stay with you." You know, there's people out there, folks, that are just waiting to be loved. If we could reach out, and when people come to any event or something going on and something you're going to, or in your church, you have guests in there and you, you've sensed they're hurting, to reach out, you know, and we need to look and praise those things that are going good and encourage people in their struggles. Folks, I've got news for you. We all have struggles in our lives. We could all use words of encouragement from time to time. I've had many people over the years try to encourage me. I've had notes. I've had cards. Even during this COVID, it's been amazing. Our church has been so amazing in giving through the mail. I get cards. I got a card today with a tithe check in the mail, but it was just a card of encouragement. And I'm so glad for that. I had a lady years ago in our church, a number of years ago, and her and her husband both passed away right now. And uh, it's been just a number of years, but always sent me cards of encouragement and thanks. And sometimes those cards came just at the right time. There, there were such instrumental people that we named a ministry after them, and it, it was a ministry that, that was touching lives. It was meant to be an outreach. These people would always, if there's somebody new that came to church, especially when the church was a lot smaller, they would invite them out to dinner and take them out with about four or five other people so they can get to know them. Well, we want to be like Finney and win people to Jesus. Finney wanted to win people to Jesus. But never forget this. There is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. God sent his only son, Jesus Christ, to die on a cross and to be a friend of ours. And folks, he will love you. He will help you. He will encourage you. He will always be there for you. You know what? We've got to understand that. Maybe you're listening today and you're struggling with depression. You're struggling with self-worth. Jesus loves you so very much. He just wants you to love him and seek him. If you seek him, folks, you will find him. If you knock, the door will be open to you. He is there waiting for you to call upon him. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Don't say, I don't, I'm waiting for the right time. Now is the right time. Wherever you're at today, wherever your situation is, maybe you're driving in the car and you're listening to me today. Say, Lord, be with me this day. Lord, I seek you with all my heart. Lord, give me encouragement. 
Help me to do what's right. Help me to be a living witness for you. See, our world needs more Ruths. Could you say today, I want to be like that? I want to love people unconditionally. I don't need to love people and expect something in return. So many people you hear say, well, you've, they've never done anything for me. So what? Do it for them. Do it because you love them and you love Jesus, not expecting something in return. That's why churches sometimes have issues, because people are expecting something in return. You know, I heard a while back somebody said, well, I, I do this, and, 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 and my family is very involved in this, and, and our family gives to the church, and so we deserve this. I'm like, wow, we deserve nothing. We've earned nothing. Jesus loves you for who you are. He's not looking for us to start putting him in a box and start uh, laying out all the ground rules of loving Jesus. We honor God with our giving because he asks us to. He asks us to put him first in everything we do. You know, in our church, we have a saying from Second Samuel, honor God and he will honor you. I believe that. I've seen it over and over again. And during this COVID period, uh, it's been one of the greatest years I've ever seen in our church as far as even though we're running probably a third of the attendance we normally run, God has taken care of our needs every single month, every month, because people are honoring God first in their lives, and and God is using them and making a difference. You know, uh, this week, I want to have a little assignment for you. I want you to think of someone who is lonely or maybe has recently gone through a trial, and I want you to be there for them. I want you to either send them a card or give them a call or encourage them, you know, or stop by, take them some cookies or, you know, or send them a little gift card from a local Sonic or Dutch Bro or Starbucks or wherever it might be, you know, but encourage them. You know, the other day I, I was in Fred Meyer and my daughter works at the uh, um, coffee shop there in on Overland. And uh, there was somebody, I went in, they had saw me in the store and I went to go get a drink and they had already paid for it. I saw them and so I thought, man, I'm going to go over there just in case they come and pay for them. I got over there and she paid for me. My friend Tina paid for me. And I thought, how nice is that thoughtfulness? So choose somebody to be thoughtful for this week. Choose something. Maybe you're going to somewhere, maybe you are you have a restaurant somewhere, and, and you know, they're, they're struggling at times. Maybe give them an extraordinary tip. You know, that's kind of fun to do, to give a tip that's well beyond the normal tip. You say, well, man, I don't want to waste that money. Now you're encouraging somebody. You're encouraging somebody and, and, and helping them in their lives. It's fun to do. I can tell you this. God has never shorted me because I've given extra for people like that, and he won't short you either. But look for some way to, to pay it forward what God has done in your life. I love that old movie, Pay It Forward, you know, where someone does something for somebody else. Next thing you know, it just went went huge. I think that's awesome. We need to pay forward the love of God to others and let the Holy Spirit loose in our lives so he would breathe into us and we could touch people's lives and you and I can be the difference maker. You know what? That's exactly what he wants and I know that he will use you today. Lord Jesus, we love you. We thank you. Bless your people in a powerful and mighty way. May we honor you this day and this week and forever. In Jesus' name. 
LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.